0: From the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy V and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome back in. We roll all the way till 3 o'clock. Uh, it's always fun when we have a chance to get Seth Gruen on the program. Uh, Bleacher Report, Big Ten Unfiltered. We'll get into a lot of different conversations with Seth this, uh, coming up here. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Seth, good afternoon to you, man.
2: Hey, what's going on, guys?
1: Uh, it's just another glorious, glorious day here in the capital city. Okay. Uh I know it's Des Moines but so what? We we love it here, you know that, Seth. Come on now. Yeah, I like Des Moines. Good town. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, let's do uh let's do a little cubs from last night. Uh we saw what happened uh when they played against uh, really good ball clubs. They lost uh, a couple to Arizona, then lost a couple to Washington. Now out west, they're playing maybe the worst team in all of Major League Baseball in the San Francisco Giants, uh, and they get it done before they they got to play a few more games and then they go to Arizona. Uh, your thoughts on where this race is right now?
2: Well, yeah, Jimmy. I mean, I think that's the knock on them this year, right? It's that they can't get it done against the top tier teams, and, and they get it done against the losing teams, and that's why they still find themselves you know amidst the playoff race, but you know the reality is come October you're going to be playing some of these better teams. Now, I remember last year the big criticism was that they didn't hit uh, top of the rotation pitching well. So, you know, to some degree, it's about making the tournament and, and just getting hot in October, and we know momentum in baseball is the next day's starter, but you know, I think there should be some legitimate concern as to how the Cubs have performed against teams like the Nationals, um, and, and that's the teams that they're going to face first round in October. So, uh, they've got to uh, right the ship there for sure.
3: You know, uh, I saw something very interesting earlier this morning uh, from ESPN writer on the Cubs, Bradford Lid, uh, Doolittle. Uh, here's a little context on the Dodgers and the Cubs right now. Cubs playing pretty well since the All-Star break. 16-7 and 7 is their record. To match the run that the Dodgers are currently on, the Cubs would have to win their next 28 games. That shows you, as good as the Cubs have been, the Dodgers are just at a completely different level.
2: Yeah, and look, I, I totally agree with that. And then, and I've hammered this all year. It goes back to the idea of pitching, and I think it was even eye-opening for me and and for other people like you guys who who have you know covered the sport and, and talk about the sport and such that you know we we generally regard pitching as sort of that one component that that a team needs to put together a championship run or or sort of you know, the priority when you're putting together a roster. But I think we've been fooled over the past, I don't know, several years in thinking that, hey, maybe you can do it offensively, whether it be with a team like the Orioles that hit the ball out of the park a lot and just had great bullpen pitching, uh, you know, or even the Royals who won really by, by, by building from the back end forward. But here's the reality. When you look at the Dodgers and the kind of run they're on, it's, it's due to their pitching. They've had outstanding pitching this year. And I think when the Cubs were sort of amidst that tear last year, you know, prior to July when they they played sub-500 ball, they, they too, got outstanding pitching. So, uh, you know, I think this year is a study or a microcosm in in the benefits of great starting pitching. Because when you have great starting pitching, you're going to be in every game, no matter how hot your bats are.
1: It's interesting because a lot of fans after the All-Star break, when they came out hot, said, okay, it's over now, We're gonna Cubs are going to run away and hide, uh, and then, uh-oh, uh, that hasn't happened yet. In your estimation, do you see them at the end of September with a 10-game lead to win the division, or is it going to be a three- or four-game uh, advantage over St. Louis or Pittsburgh or Milwaukee?
2: Yeah, I think probably in the three- or four-game range, um, I, I still believe that the Cubs are ultimately going to win the NL Central, but I, I think that this division sort of surprisingly has emerged as maybe the most competitive in baseball right now. And I don't necessarily mean by based on the level of play, but just how closely bunched all those teams are, all the aforementioned teams I would still deem in the race. And, uh, you know, the, that AL East is sort of, you know, you you look at the Yankees and Red Sox have separated themselves a little bit. So, um, Yeah, I I still believe that the Cubs are going to win it. I I think they're the more talented team, um, which, you know, is is obviously a a, a reason to pick them. But I I, I just don't see them as being as good in any single area as they were a season ago, and that's just sometimes how baseball goes. I I used this for – I was on TV yesterday on Sports Talk Live here in Chicago, and I said, this team wins hard and just loses a little bit easier. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that. We've seen they're starting pitching decline a little bit. Um, they're not hitting the ball as well. And, uh, I, I, again, I'll pound it all season long. I think they missed what Dexter Fowler meant to that team a season ago.
3: Mm-hmm. It's something that seems to be overlooked It's the Dexter Fowler factor. He's back out there for the Cardinals, and they're doing good things. How concerned, uh, from a Cubs perspective, are you on those Cardinals? Milwaukee, yeah, there's some holes. They need to get Chase Anderson back. Still young team. Maybe they catch fire pirates, some people believe. But what about the Cardinals? Kind of the gold standard of this division over the last 15 years. Do they have a run in them?
2: You know, look, th- this team always finds a way to uh, wedge itself into the conversation uh, come September, e- even during an off, off year. Um All that said, the team that concerns me the most about the Cubs is the Cubs because, let's face it, no team team in the division is really capable of going on the kind of monster run that the Cubs can. And I say that because this group of players did it last year. And, again, they're more talented. So, you know, if the Cubs are playing well, I just don't see anybody. And if the Cubs are playing at their potential, I should say, I don't see anyone being able to match that. Because if they're playing at their potential, they're the best team in baseball. And, and, and you know, they're, they're able to rip off a double-digit win streak. Um, so, you know, honestly, I think, I think it's the Cubs' division still to win. And I think right now they're their biggest enemy. You know, you see C.J. Edwards uh, groove a curveball, you know, late in the game uh, against the Washington Nationals in a series that the Cubs may say doesn't really mean more than a series against any other team team including the san francisco giants but really i i think it does when you see cj edwards play like that you know that concerns you not not only in in uh you know august and september but to be honest with you more so in october because cj edwards is a guy you're going to be counting on to throw the right pitches in late inning situations
3: Seth Roo, joining us? a
2: go ahead jimmy b
1: Okay, having a really good conversation right now with Seth Gruen on the Draft House 50 hotline. Uh, Seth, let's go then quickly around the uh, Big Ten a little bit, and we'll go to some football. The camps are open. Everybody's practicing. Uh, Trent came up with a couple of early lines, and uh, I want to kind of throw this past you a little bit. Uh, Seth, they have Ohio State. Uh, as the dominant team, obviously, in the Big Ten. Hey, Trent, do you still have that handy by chance, uh, that line that you had for Ohio State at Iowa? Was it 17?
3: Do I, did I re- recall that correctly? Yeah, I, I, Iowa, a 17-point home underdog against Ohio State in the early lines for uh, that game at Kinnick Stadium in November. And then a week later, Iowa, 14-point underdog at Wisconsin. We were just mentioning, Seth, those numbers... The Ohio State one, I guess I can get, even with it being in Kinnick. The Wisconsin one was the one that was baffling to me.
2: Yeah, you know, I think sometimes with these lines, a lot of it isn't necessarily dependent on the idea of, you know, who, how, how much better one team is than the other. But, you know, where the where the public money is going to be and whatnot. I mean, I can give you a, some somewhat of a comparison. I did a profile on Bob Baffert, the Hall of Fame horse racing trainer, a while back, and we're just looking at some of the – you know, the horse racing odds, and sometimes when his name is attached to a horse, you're not getting as good odds, and I just think, you know, when it comes to Ohio State, um, if they were in different uniforms, if they weren't in Scarlet and Gray, or even Wisconsin, which, you know, is a top-ten team this year, and and has a lot of tradition associated with it and a lot of recent success, I think if you looked at the talent on those two teams, maybe there wouldn't be as much of a disparity, so... But you might want to go with the Hawkeyes in those two weeks. But um I think certainly the narrative in the Big Ten this year is it's Wisconsin and everybody else over in the West. And then, well, the East is a little bit more of a coin flip between, uh, well, for sure, Penn State and Ohio State and, you know, maybe even Michigan, although the Wolverines have some holes to uh, certainly fill uh, due to some departures from last year's teams. Uh,
1: everybody uh, is looking at the West as Wisconsin. Is Iowa, Nebraska, Northwestern, are they all playing for second, third, fourth, or do you have it maybe in a different order?
2: Yeah, I mean, look, I I see Wisconsin as far and away the most talented team in the division. Now, um, all that said, Northwestern has, I believe, 10 of 11 starters coming back on offense. That's going to help. And that's going to be interesting an interesting an interesting juxtaposition when you look at a Wisconsin team that's probably going to win most of its games based on the way it plays defense. I think Nebraska is probably the most interesting story for the diehard Big Ten fan, the, the, the fan that follows the conference closely because a lot of what they're able to do, a lot of their success is going to you know, sort of depend on, on how quickly Tanner Lee is able to adjust to this level of college football, you know, transfer from Tulane obviously set out last year. It's sort of the equivalent from going from you know maybe double A baseball to uh, straight to the majors. So I'll be interested to see how he performs, how he reacts to you know just playing against and with better talent. But but I think if he's able to you know emerge as one of the let's let's call a, let's call it upper tier or upper third. Uh, in terms of Big Ten quarterbacks. But Nebraska could be sneaky good this year. Don't forget, they probably made the biggest coaching hire, or the biggest coordinator hire this offseason by bringing in Bob Yacob, who they nearly paid a million dollars. And And they were a little coy. I think we talked about this, Trent, either on the podcast or on the radio. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, they didn't show a lot of 3-4, which is his typical scheme. And I think that they're, you know, hiding a few things because they want to creep up to creep up on some people defensively, and I think sometimes that's an advantage a team can have in the first year of a coordinator. Oftentimes we talk about that adjustment period for the players. Well, I don't think we talk enough about the adjustment period uh, for opponents, scouting them and game planning against them. So, you know, I think Nebraska could be sneaky good. The guys, honestly, uh, we can talk about it, and we will talk about it, I'm sure, uh, over the next several weeks. But when all said and done, I think smart money's on Wisconsin to win the West.
3: You know, and you mentioned that 3-4 look, and it's something that, as it initially happened a few years back for Wisconsin, it was uh, met with some sneers, including myself. I didn't think it would be able to work, not only being able to find year after year a nose tackle that can guard mm-hmm. that middle of the position, but then to find the play playmaking linebackers they have, and and as well as Wisconsin recruits, Nebraska recruits even a little bit higher year after year. You'd have to figure if they can find the right, right linebackers to go along with it, and as a chance to be really successful, also.
2: Yeah, I mean, you, you hit on a number of points that make it really, really difficult not just to execute, but, but recruit for the 3-4. And when you think about recruiting at its heart, you guys know this, so much of it is about projecting what a player might look like at the college level and the kind of weight he's going to be able to put on. So, you know, judging that, or, you know, considering that, so many high school recruits have. You know the benefit of varying weight training programs and and all that kind of associated stuff that goes along with building muscle and putting on weight. It's really really hard to recruit the zero technique. I mean, really hard. Yes. You might look at a kid who's 220 pounds, and a couple of years later, uh, you know, see him 280, 300, and and you know, coordinator that recruited him really did his job. But you know, when all said and done, it's about having those athletic linebackers, guys who can rush from a two-point stance, and if you have those guys who are effective pass rushers on both sides of that 3-4, you know, I, I think it's it's pretty, it's pretty a pretty beneficial scheme given the fact that, you know, more and more teams are going to the spread option.
1: Okay, so you just referenced the spread option. One team that is not going to go to the spread option are the Hawkeyes. <laughs> Brand-new brand yeah. offensive coordinator in Brian Ferentz. Uh, what do you expect? Do you expect the same Iowa offense, maybe with a just little tweak here and there? Or do you really think that Kirk Ferentz, the old man, is going to let his kid open it up a little bit?
2: Well, look, he, he, here's the thing with Iowa, and I, this is something I know Trent and I have talked about. Um, you know, Kirk Ferentz wants to win the line of scrimmage, right? It's a cliche, but he, he sort of lives and dies by that. And I think he's had some success recruiting some linemen sort of because of that philosophy, he lets his linemen shine and go play. And I think this year, if there's ever a year to remain married to that, you know, that, that power-eye sort of 90s-type uh, methodology, it's this year because, you know, you, you have a guy in Akron, Wadley who legitimately, in my opinion, is a potential or a dark horse Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year candidate. Um, you know, he's a guy who I, I think is uh, capable in the passing game, too and can put up some big-time numbers. And when you look at what they have to replace in the passing game, including their quarterback, who went much, much higher in the NFL draft than expected. So, you know, maybe that's an indication of really how good he was. Uh, But nonetheless, when you have have to replace what they have to replace in the passing game, uh, you know, I I think it's probably the prudent move uh, for them to sort of ground and pound.
3: So, Seth, uh, you know, we've gone through a lot. Ohio State's the favorite, Penn State also getting talked with that great offense and what they did in the back half. Where are you with the Michigan Wolverines? They lose a ton, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Though they don't have guys that are quote-unquote starters back, they do have some experience over in that side of the ball. What do you expect out of year number three for Harbaugh and company?
2: Yeah, On the defensive side of the ball, you said? Just overall
3: with Michigan. You know, look, I
2: think that this is a team and this is a program that, that Jim Harbaugh has elevated to the point where we can consider them a Big Ten championship contender every year, and if we can consider them a, a contender for the conference championship, they're certainly a national championship contender because uh, in most years, last year obviously being an exception, the Big Ten championship t- champion is going to get to the college football playoff. Um, you know, all, all that said, I think they got a lot to replace on defense, uh, particularly sort of with that front seven. So, you know, they've got – I think that, that the guy to look out for, really, on that team is Rashawn Gary. Now, one thing with Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, even Wisconsin, to a degree, is they don't rebuild, they reload, right? They, they've got guys in their 3D, you know, who are only going to see reps on special teams who will be starters at most every other team in the conference. So there's still talent there, and I think that college football is a little bit different than, than professional football in that, you know, there's a salary cap to deal with. Professional level, and when you lose a guy to free agency, you feel like you know you got to replace him with a guy who maybe isn't as good. The guys coming into these positions are just as talented. Rashawn Gary was a National Defensive Player of the Year uh, two years ago as a freshman, and one of the most sought-after defensive recruits. So he's a guy that can get after it and can rush the passer. And I think if he's able to have a big year, uh, you know that that could really bolster that Michigan defense, And, and I think they could take a step forward offensively too. So what would you I, rate? I say, I, I believe more in Ohio State and Penn State uh, over in the, that East Division.
1: Okay, Seth, where would you rate the conference? In other words, in last year was it a downer year a little bit? Where would you rate this upcoming season? And knowing the teams as well as you know them today,
2: well, look, I think if you put, you know, if, if you look at the end of last season, maybe it was a little bit of a disappointment with what happened in the postseason, but. The bottom line is you look at the rankings and there are four – the Big Ten has four of the top ten teams, depending on depending on the ranking you look at, four of the top eight. And I think that, you know, when, when a third of the conference is uh, up in that top ten, it, it certainly says something about the quality. And I think, you know, where we sit right now, the Big Ten is, is the best conference in college football. I think the SEC more and more is becoming top-heavy. Alabama certainly is the class of the country and, and generally – the most talented team in the country year in and year out. Um, although I was very interested to hear, as just a side note, uh, some of the stuff that uh, Cooper Bateman said about that quarterback competition. But, you know, nonetheless, and I wonder how that's going to affect Savings recruiting. Uh, but nonetheless, I think when you look top to bottom, and then you look at, at teams like a Northwestern or like a Nebraska that should take a step forward this year, obviously, PJ Fleck coming to the conference. You know, you could also make the argument that it's the best coach conference uh, in the country, which which makes it pretty competitive. Even, even when you talk about maybe a Minnesota that's rebuilding and doesn't have a ton of talent, because they have lacked one of the brightest minds in the game, they're going to be a tough out every week. So for my money, and not to be a homer, I think this year the Big Ten is the very best.
3: Seth Gruen, Bleacher Report on MLB. And his Big Ten podcast. Seth, uh, for people, Big Ten fans out there that want to hear more on the Big Ten, let them know where they can go to get the podcast.
2: Yeah, I would love for you guys to listen to the podcast. It's called Big Ten Unfiltered. You can search it on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, you can also listen to it in segmented form uh, at SportO, that's v, the, the word, sport, the letter, uh, dot com. And, uh, you know, if, if you want to hear stuff about your favorite team or, or an opponent that week, it's It makes it easy to sort of pick and choose what you want to listen to in a given week, but uh, please check it out. We've had Trent on, so it's got to be good, right?
3: (laughs) That's right. That's that's a way to sell them. People listen to me. They want to listen to you too, Seth. Appreciate your time as (laughs) always. Have a good one. We'll be talking again soon, my man. Yeah, let's hit the gridiron again. Absolutely. Seth Gruen joining us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Football, Jimmy B. It's in the air, my man.
1: It is in the air. By the way, when we come back after our quick commercial timeout, uh, does the name Tracy Griesbaum ring a familiar bell to you?
3: Oh, yes, yes. She's uh, rolling in the dough, right? She is rolling in the dough, and
1: she's going to roll in more. I'll tell you about that when we come back right here on the Big Talker 1700.
0: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for news talk sports 1700 KVGG
6: Iowa State Fair is packed with thrills. The thrill of competing for a blue ribbon. The thrill of sampling something new on a stick. And new this year, there's Thrill Parks. The spectacular, jaw-dropping and super-speed thrills of today's best rides can be found in the clean and family-friendly atmosphere of Thrillville. Little fairgoers and their families will find loads of giggles and smiles at Thrill Town. And head to Thrill Zone for breathtaking, heart-stopping, Hair raising adventure. Visit IowastateFair.org to check out all the thrilling new and familiar rides you'll discover at the Iowa State Fair August 10th to the 20th in Des Moines. Visit IowastateFair.org for new Thrill Parks wristband offers. nothing compares to the thrills at the Iowa State
0: Fair. Do-do-do-do-do. Get ready, Chiefs Kingdom. The 2017 football season is right around the corner, and season tickets are on sale now. Join in on the action at Arrowhead Stadium, where your Kansas City Chiefs will play host to the Steelers, Eagles, Broncos, Raiders, and more. Preseason starts on August 11th against the 49ers, so hurry and get your tickets now. For more information or to purchase tickets, go to Chiefs.com or call 1-888-99-CHIEFS. That's 1-888-99-CHIEFS.
7: At the Home Depot, free carpet installation means free carpet installation, And free includes clearing out furniture, ripping out old carpet, hauling it away, even carpeting stairs with no hidden fees. Free installation on carpet $699 or more means free installation, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately.
5: at WolfConstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally.
3: Hey, it's Trey Condon here from Jimmy B and T C. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you.
0: Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC.
1: All right, everybody, welcome back. We roll all the way till 3 o'clock. Uh, coming up in a little bit, we're going to head to Kansas City and have a conversation with the longtime voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. That, of course, is Mitch Holtis. All right, Trent, so I'm talking a little bit about Tracy Griesbaum, and I don't know if you have seen this or not, What is what has happened with her. I know that she's got a lot of money and and, and good for her from that standpoint. But she just got a new job as well. Have you seen this?
3: No, I haven't. What do you got for me, Jimmy B?
1: She has been hired at Duke.
3: As? As what?
1: So from that standpoint, something's wrong with my uh, headset, buddy. I can't hear you now. (laughs) You're going to have to take it i can't I can't make this thing work all of a sudden,
3: oh Jimmy B always struggling, always something. I'm here. What's wrong with your headset jimmy b jimmy B Jimmy B, well, look at that Tracy Greasebaum at Duke at Duke is where she is uh Jimmy B filling us in on the latest with uh Miss Tracy greasebaum. Well, that to me, uh, you know, good luck to her, best of luck, tip of the ball cap. We'll move on from that one. We're here to talk about some uh, different things, including basketball. That's right, basketball. If you look, happening right now, there is Iowa basketball being played. The Hawkeyes, in fact, are playing right now over in Germany. And I uh, just saw a video highlight that came up that Ty McCaffrey hits his uh, first three-pointer coming out. So try to keep an eye on that one. That's what I'm looking at right now. And uh, they played a quarter of basketball. Iowa, 23. The German All-Stars, 23, playing over in Deutschland. The starters for the game, Bohannon, Moss, Wagner, Ewell, and Garza, the starting five that get the nod in this one. I was going to play four games in Europe starting today. The game that's happening currently, the plan is to rotate starting lineups and have each scholarship player play in three-plus games. So I think there's going to be some games you're going to see guys that are going to be sitting out. There's going to be some guys that uh, they just decide to give rest. Because this team is so deep and because this team has so many different options that they can go down that route, they can play a bunch of different guys and, and see if that's going to be something that works out for them. Jimmy B., you got your headset working yet? Yes,
1: I finally got it figured out what happened. Of course, it was me. I moved the wrong way, and it uh, turned the switch down. What can I tell you? I heard you say that. Wait well, yeah. a second. I heard you say Connor McCaffrey you already hit a three-pointer. Absolutely. Playing over in Deutschland. You ever been to Germany, <laughs> Jimmy B.? I have not been in Germany. No, I would love to go, but I have not been there. We don't, I, you speak
3: German, right? Yeah, mein Deutsch is nicht so gut. Aber klar. that's all I have. That's all. That's all that you have got. I have. It doesn't go real deep. There's no doubt. So Jimmy B, have, we know you've traveled the country, calling basketball, football, all kinds of different things throughout your travels. Are you an international traveler though? Have you have you been out of the country much outside of you know a trip to Canada to call a game here and there?
1: Uh I've been in uh Mexico. Okay. Uh to do a game. I did a soccer game in Mexico. Wow. Uh, I did not I did not do it in Spanish. I did the English version, obviously. Okay. Um uh, let's see. Does Hawaii count? No, that is not <laughs> a different
3: country, Jimmy B. Are you an international traveler? So have you ever been out of North America?
1: You mean uh just for a
3: vacation? Yeah, yeah, in general. Yeah. Uh yes yeah I've 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 been in uh in England. Oh okay. What were you doing there? Yeah, just hanging out. Wimbledon. Oh, Wimbledon. Wimbledon. All right. You're a big tennis guy. That makes sense. So, yeah. So how yeah. was it? How was the experience? Uh, watching. Uh, the it was. Grass? It's. It's fabulous.
1: Absolutely fabulous. It's like if you're a tennis player, it's like a shrine. Mm-hmm. And so when you walk in, it's different though, Trent. I mean, some of their. The customs that they have at Wimbledon are a little uh, outdated, uh, to say the least, and I'm being kind when I say that. But you have to deal with it because you're on their turf. It's it's just that simple.
3: Right, right, yeah. So uh, I, I'm uh, I love to travel. I hope to someday be able to do a little bit more down the road than I I currently do. Uh, haven't made it a whole lot of places lately, but I have something on the calendar, Jimmy B. In Where are you headed, kid? In 20, I'm going to the Olympics in Japan. Wow. Yes, it's happening. My wife lived there for two years. She taught in Japan for two different seasons, so we have made it. She's always wanted me to go to Japan with her. I was kind of, eh, there's other places I'd like to visit more, but something she wanted to do, get the Olympics mixed in there, yeah, I figured that'd be a good trip. So mark your calendar, Jimmy B. You're going to have to do the show solo uh, for a week in 2020, okay? I've already written it down. <laughs> not,
1: not. You're hey, not the other, the, o- <laughs>
3: the other, quick
1: note, the other quick note that I had for you, aside from Tracy Griesbaum getting a job at Duke, yeah. Uh, the the New England Patriots have now become the first professional team, football team, to buy their own plane a Boeing 767 not only that they bought
3: two of them the patriots two planes when one's not enough you got to get two right i guess, I guess not <laughs> yeah it's better I than don't. one plane two planes <laughs> two planes yeah and they have so, that so yeah
1: that's amazing it's amazing to me how travel has changed and the way that it used to be done early where players would ride buses and trains And then airplanes, and now everybody charters, or now they're going to have their own plane. The NBA, you've seen that take place a lot. Mm -hmm. But the teams are a lot smaller. We're talking 15 players and a coaching staff. That's it. Not in the NFL, where you have 60 that you're probably traveling with you, with 53 when you're on the road can play, plus the entire coaching staff and family and friends and Lord knows who else you're going to take on that plane. So it becomes a much bigger plane and much more costly uh, when you're talking about a football team.
3: This portion of Jimmy B and TC presented by New Leaf Wellness. If you're in the market, have something going on, need to get that health back in shape, losing weight, that's what I'm trying to do right now. I'm on the GAC in the Mick. Make it New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call and set up your free no-obligation consultation with New Leaf Wellness. Let's get out to the hotline right now. we got James online who joins us at 264-1700. James, what do you have for us today?
2: Hey, I was wondering, do you think there's a, some, a little more pre- some pressure on Urban Meyer this year with the last few years they've underachieved some compared to where their preseason ranking is and how badly the offense has underperformed without Tom Herman? I think we're going to look at Urban Meyer if they don't win the Big Ten this year. It's going to look like the return is not, not as quite as big as the investment. What are
6: your thoughts, and I'll hang up
3: and listen. Thanks for the phone call there, James. Yeah, an interesting one because, you know, pressure, it's all relative. And hot seats, they're different at different spots. If he's putting together the record that he has at Iowa, they'd already have a statue put up for him. But at Ohio State, well, it's what you have done for me lately. And after last year, Jimmy B, that performance against Clemson in the national semifinal was so hideous. There's got to be some kind of pressure. I don't think there's any doubt about that. How about you? I think there's pressure on the on. Urban Meyer, no
1: matter where he is after what he accomplished at Florida and then moving on to Ohio State, look, that's a program just like Alabama that thinks that it's a God-given right to be the top team in the nation each and every year, and so that pressure is there. It comes with the territory. You and I both know that. We don't have that sort of coaching pressure in this state at any of these state schools. So it's totally different when you look at a university like Ohio State, like Alabama, and the pressure that is on Saban at Alabama and Meyer at Ohio State, I, I, do I, I do I think that if they win the Big Ten and then get beat by somebody in the in their first game in the Final Four, is that pressure going to escalate? You're probably going to have some crybaby fans that will. <laughs> But Urban Meyer's not going anywhere, and there isn't enough pressure from a small amount of fan base that believes that it is their God-given right to be the top team in the country year after year after year if he doesn't win it this year. Do I believe that they will win the Big Ten? Absolutely. They are the most talented team this year in the conference.
3: And a new offensive coordinator hoping to open things up and taking a few more shots down the field this year along with it. We will take the break. When we come back on the other side, college talk to the NFL and Kansas City Chiefs talk. Mitch Holtis on his daily spot, the Kansas City Chiefs report. It's next on Jimmy BNTC.
0: Hey, Des Moines, I'm Dave Ramsey. Join me every Monday through Friday from 9 to noon. Courtesy of Mediacom Careers on 1700 KBGG.
3: Are you in the mood for real?
7: Switch to AT&T prepaid and get two months of free service with no annual contract on AT&T's network. Two months free, huh? You know, my wife wanted two months free. and Then she jetted off to the Canary Islands and met some tennis pro named Sergio. Kevin? She doesn't even like canaries.
5: You want to stick to the script, please?
7: Right. Sorry, Dan. It's Don. Don. <clears throat> with AT&T prepaid, you can watch all of your favorite shows with no annual contract. Wow. No annual contract? No commitment at all? Remind you of anyone, Don?
3: Maybe your wife? Bingo. Can we wrap this up, Kevin?
7: Ah, oh, Sorry, Doug. That's prepaid your way from AT&T.
3: Great. Thank you.
7: Sure beats whatever Sergio's offering.
9: Okay, that's it. I'm cutting the legal.
7: Limited time offer. Requires payment at activation. Taxes extra. Account must remain active on $45 or $65 plan and cannot lapse to get bill credit for 3rd and 12 months. Fees covered and other restrictions apply. Details at att.com slash prepaid.
9: Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358.
0: Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 B G G. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent.
1: All right, everybody, welcome back. We roll all the way till three o'clock today. Wolf game coming up at the top of the hour. Right now, we're gonna say hello to Mitch Holtis, longtime voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. He joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Mitch, good afternoon, pal. Hi, Jimmy. Uh, let's kind of get into a couple of things here from the standpoint of the Chiefs and what are they working on right now that you could kind of explain to the listeners who are Chiefs fans as they get ready now for their opening exhibit. I sorry, sorry, Mitch, I didn't want to hang you out their preseason game. No, I'll wash your mouth. Yeah, that this coming dope. weekend. Yeah, go ahead.
10: Yeah. Uh- Honestly, this end today is the end of a six-day grind that is designed by Andy Reid. And it's the 50th year I've been with Andy, and I've seen what these six days mean as much about November and December as it is about the 49ers Friday night or the Patriots on September the 7th. And it's a real challenge to all of the 90 players he has mentally, physically, emotionally. He, he challenges them big time in the last six days, and some thrive, some back up, some lose concentration. And so it's a big part of his evaluation when the eventuals cut happen, the eventual cuts happen of how they've handled these six days. It's been very important. Now, things change tomorrow. It's a mandatory day off for the players. Everybody else is still working. And then Thursday is really the only day they'll prep for the 49er game, and it's more logistical than it is strategic. But these six days have, I mean, the Chiefs have won 43 games in four years. It's the most successful four years in Chiefs history. And for sure the most successful first four years of a coach's tenure. But a lot of it has to do with these past six days. And the fans who have been here have, have, have seen that. And, but now things kind of transition a little bit of our remaining time in St. Joe.
1: Mitch this is our guest on the Draft House 50 hotline. We're talking Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, so now you say it's more logistical coming up on Thursday. Does, does Andy kind of give at least you or even tip his cap to some of the media a little bit on what they're trying to do for the first preseason game? Is it a case where... The starters will play a series, maybe two, and then they're really going to start substituting heavily so they can look at as many guys as they can.
10: They actually have meetings tonight to, to, to make that final determination on strategically how they're going to uh, – I shouldn't say strategically. It's not really strategy, but it's more of who's going to play what quarters with what offensive linemen and so forth. To me, it's the most intriguing preseason we've had in my like 24 years – because of the presence of Patrick Mahomes and the fact that you've got a, a quarterback who's apprenticing under the, you know, it's the karate kid scenario. Basically you've got the uh, the elder statesman who has won and proven he can win with uh, the younger guy uh, who's apprenticing. So that's going to make it fascinating. But I think we'll know more about tomorrow when I talk to you, what the playing rotation will be, especially with the quarterbacks, because it really revolves around the quarterbacks and then what, linemen are with that specific quarterback and uh, that because they want to, you know that <laughs> determines a lot if the QB is going to be successful the injuries are a little bit of an issue just because of the six days they've gone through the most notable is to Cairo Santos you guys mentioned that yesterday and that's about the time it was really starting to get out to be public uh, they're apprenticing kickers right now I mean they're they're trying them out Santos will not be out the way I've understood at a show last night here in uh, St. Joe at the IV with uh, Brett Beach, the new general manager. It doesn't appear to be serious, Jimmy, but he will not play against San Francisco Friday night. We only have one kicker in camp. So it's tryout time here in St. Joe if you've got your shoes laced up.
1: (laughs) Can somebody make a quick call to Jan Stenerud real fast? Does does he have any leg left for him?
10: If you can speak uh, Norwegian, I think that we can get through to him. Actually, you know, it's interesting. I'd like to find a replica of Greg the Leg zierlein who played here at Missouri Western, and is such a great kicker for the Rams. I mean, he was on this campus. In fact, he's an Omaha kid, uh, and we'd like to find a young version of that. Although we like Cairo, we just want to keep him healthy.
1: I got you. I, I read you loud and clear on that. Okay, take me to then uh, the practice sessions. You've talked about the six days uh, and how intense it has been. You've also discussed the offense with how much more Tyreek Hill is most likely going to be involved. Is that part of what the six days was all about, or is that still in the planning stage?
10: Oh, no. That has been planned in uh, April, May, and June. July has been the manifestation of that plan. You know, I've been accused of hyperbole. I will tell you that. Tyreek stays healthy and does what he has done in this training camp over the past week and a half. He has a chance to be the most dynamic player in the National Football League by Columbus Day. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think you're going to see tons of that Friday night, but you're going to see some of it today, just today. A two-minute drill. They were in a two-minute drill, a minute 40 to go. Andy likes to do real-life simulation. And it was 3rd and twelve after a false start. And... Alex Smith found him on a terrific move for 30 yards. I mean, it basically would have won the game. And he did such a great job of running the route and tracking the ball. He, he's a unique athlete. He's worth the price of admission.
1: Do you see him being double-covered every time he goes on the field? Is that going to be the secondary's primary coverage? Or are they going to look at the tight end, Kelsey, and go, okay, we got two dynamic guys here. Uh, where where are we gonna do? What are we gonna do with this?
10: Well, good luck if you're gonna double him because you have to deal with Kelsey, right? Yeah. And so, uh, that that's not gonna work. And if you you can't double both of them, it only leaves you seven other guys to account for nine. In, that's what Spencer Ware was talking about yesterday when I had featured him with you. Is that if that happens, then all of a sudden Spencer Ware's got a linebacker on him, and you're going to get another big play from somebody else. I think teams will try to shade to him, and just before they would take Kelsey out of the out of the game, now you can't. Now you're going to have to try to take Tyreek out of the game, but that's going to leave Kelsey open. So it's, I'm telling you, you got a lot of things to deal with more than ever with this Chiefs team.
1: Uh, I agree with you on that, Mitch. Uh I really appreciate what we're going to get a chance to see here uh this coming weekend in the first uh preseason game. I've learned my lesson to say that now. So from <laughs> from that from that standpoint as the broadcaster and for covering this team for 24 seasons, does the broadcaster look forward to preseason games as well?
10: Every year is a new year. Every year feels like my rookie year. That's why I'm up here and I breathe it, eat it, and all five senses are activated because the National Football League, of our listeners and viewers, of the work I do in video and, and audio, demand it. And so, yes, I look forward to it a great deal. I do, I mean, some people are like, oh, preseason, just tell me when the real stuff starts. Until there's a developmental league in the spring for the NFL, like the minor leagues in baseball, or you've got the scenarios we have this year, it will be a very intriguing month with these four preseason games. It's going to be worth a watch and a listen and a, and a lots of inhaling of what this team's about.
1: All right, I'll let you go on this one. You talked about the quarterbacks, and you'll probably have a pretty good read on what's going to go down by tomorrow. Uh, in your estimation, Where is Patrick Mahomes in all of this? There were early reports he's not ready for prime time. Then I heard a couple of reports saying that he's getting better. You see him almost every day. Where is he right now?
10: He will make a phenomenal play about every three days. But the last couple of days he's hit a wall, and sometimes it's like keep the gunslinger, but somehow can you not – be so gunslingy that you make the brutal mistake. And today, through a couple of interceptions, he didn't need to throw. It's just still going to be a learning process. The Chiefs' kingdom has got to understand this is going to take a while. But the potential and the upside of this guy is like no other quarterback that they've had, at least in my brief time as the voice of the Chiefs. It's, again, going to be worth a watch. But don't be pawing in the dirt thinking this guy needs to play right away because there is a learning curve.
1: All right, pal, before we let you run, when I get off work, I'm going to be pretty hungry. Where do I need to go?
10: Uh, the Donaldsons, I'll tell you, all throughout Iowa, they're fantastic. Papa John's Pizza and what they've done, you know, it's about state fair time. They've got that two medium, two topping for like 11 bucks, which is awesome. But uh, the work that they do, too, with Leukemia and Lymphoma Society and JDRF is what excites me as much as the fact that they sell great pizza, they care about their communities, and uh, they, they love their customers, and that's what makes it neat. It's
1: right. always great, Mitch, when we have a chance to catch up with you, and we will do it again tomorrow with more information on the Kansas City Chiefs as they get ready uh, this coming weekend for their opening preseason game. Thank you, Mitch. We'll talk to you then.
10: See? All right, Jimmy. Thanks.
1: See ya. There you go. Mitch Holtis, longtime voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. And he comes to us, of course, on the Draft House 50 hotline. Uh, A couple of things right now before we get to the uh, top of the hour break. If uh, you're a Hawk fan, you're wondering how the basketball team is doing uh, doing across the pond. Uh, They lead at the halftime by four points, 48-44 over the German All-Star team. Uh, Scoring right now. Uh, It is 10 points for Luca Garza, 10 points for Tyler Cook. They are your leading scores right now for the Iowa Hawkeyes. And once again, it is a halftime score. All right, sit back and relax. Get ready, because at the top of the hour, Trent and Wolfgang will throw it down. Here they go. Get ready. Get set. The Wolf and TC on the way coming up next.
0: 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and T.C., noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG.
4: Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com.
9: Bellagio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you
3: Hey, it's Trey Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Can you finish this little ad phrase? Visa,
0: it's everywhere you Right, Most people know it's everywhere you want to be. But this message isn't about Visa cards. It's about how your memory works. Why is it you remember certain ad messages and literally hundreds of songs that you never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It can make a good tune or a good idea stick. Now, here's a question. Would you like to learn the five secrets of making a message for your business sticky, you know, memorable and powerful? Then just call us and ask to speak to our ad strategy manager. He'd be glad to share them with you, no obligation. The good thing is, with radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then when someone's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio, the power of sound.
2: Hi, this is Clinton Burkall. If you'd like to learn the five secrets of a powerful campaign, just call me here at the station, 331-9200. We are glad to share them.
8: Progressive brings you Flowetry with Flow.
0: The better you drive, the more you save bears and bats. They live in a cave, but that's irrelevant here. So back to the subject we steer. Snapshot saves you money when you drive safe. I wear corduroy pants.
8: I don't mind that they chafe.
7: The better you drive, the more you can save. With Snapshot from Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in all states or from all agents.
0: This is a court-ordered notice. Current and former BMW, Mazda, Subaru, and Toyota owners or lessees can receive payments and other benefits from a legal settlement related to allegedly defective Takata airbags in their vehicles. To see if your vehicle is included and to file a claim, go to AutoAirbagSettlement.com or call 1-888-735-5596. That's AutoAirbagSettlement.com or
7: 1-888-735-5596. At the Home Depot, free carpet installation means free carpet installation. And free includes clearing out furniture, ripping out old carpet, hauling it away, even carpeting stairs with no hidden fees. Free installation on carpet $699 or more means free installation. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Ballot on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately.
0: You don't more sports but you want more sports
9: rockstar satellite can fix that with free next day installation on direct tv call rockstar satellite 515-262-STAR call today for next day installation
2: 515-262-STAR
8: at DSMcredit.com, we have a different way of looking at things. Like, one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons, it's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit, with respect. Go to DSMcredit.com and get your approval. 1700,
0: KBGG, Des Moines, Accumulus Station, big news, big talk.
10: How to
5: Show Up with Coca-Cola Energy.